There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Q102, 737. It looks like uh, they're going to shut down 75, uh, and it's going to be a while before it's back open. Denise Where? will have more of the info. Coming into Ohio. So it's backed up into Kentucky. It's kind of like right there between the bridge and like the museum center area. Okay, so around like Ezra Charles, 7th Street. Yep, in that zone. So consider alternative routes uh, this morning if you're coming in from Kentucky to Ohio on 75. We'll keep you updated with Denise. In just a few minutes, but uh, the four-day work week, we talk about it a lot on this show. I feel like it comes up from time to time in news that didn't make the news, and whether it's a good idea or a bad idea or people were dreaming about it, well, the world's biggest four-day work week pilot program just launched in the UK, and get this, it doesn't even involve putting in longer days on the four days you are working. Wow, so you're getting 10 hours off. The experiment will last six months. It involves about 3,500 workers spanning 70 different companies, ranging from banks to fish and chip restaurants. Um, remember, it is England. Uh, during the program, yeah. workers receive their full pay for working only 80% of their usual week in exchange for promising to maintain 100% of their productivity. The idea is to improve workers' mental health and well-being. So the program is being run by a nonprofit in association with all of these different uh, organizations and researchers. So while it probably won't lead to any sort of immediate change, at least here in the U.S., um, it could, if it goes smoothly, maybe provide some solid research to maybe executing it at a th- future At least point. being able yeah. to argue that it's worth it. Because I, I, I think it's going to go well. I think that people are going to be, I think they're going to get their work done. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're going to be happier. And I think that they're going to be, that's going to help their mental health. Yep. I, I think I so. I totally agree with that. So my brother-in-law, I was telling you guys this on the video this morning. Um, which, by the way, I look rough at six. Stop it. But I do. Um, but he's been working four-day work weeks with 10 hours each day for probably five, six, seven years. And he just got a new job where it's going to be now Monday through Friday uh-huh. instead of having a four-day weekend. And I was like, oh, man, that's kind of a bummer. I mean, now you're getting more money and it's a better job, but it's kind of a bummer you're losing that four, that three-day weekend. Yeah. And he's like, actually, that day off is usually just me taking care of our two youngsters. So, I mean, that's work. So he's ready to go. When we didn't have kids, it was really awesome. But when I have kids, I mean, I have a great day. He's a good dad. He's, he, it, he has a great day with the kids on Friday. But yeah, it's because not like sometimes it's, it's better to go to work 
you know, because it feels like less work at work than when you're at home. Because if you're at that's home what he said, yeah. and you have to parent and cook and clean and do laundry and, you know, that's a, that's a lot of work, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people come to work and they're only responsible for themselves at home. <laughs> yeah. You got kids, you're responsible for well, And your pets and your house, all of it. Yep. I know. Um, if you're in your 40s and still have an old pile of clothes from high school packed away... Uh, your kids might want them because early 2000s fashion is officially cool again. How about that? Uh, the trend actually started last summer, and I remember reading some stories about it, especially the jeans thing, because I was like, no. No, but, uh, what kind of low-ride jeans? Influencers are now latching on, so hashtags like Y2K style, Y2K fashion are trending. Examples include... Bright colors, wild t-shirts, low-rise jeans. See, I can't be doing that now. Egg hearty stuff. I got a little the the upper area there after having a a kid and a C-section. I got a little bit more in the low-rise area. Tiny purses, velour tracksuits. That's going to be a big one for Jen Jordan. I love that I'll be finding more velour tracksuits. They've been, you know, a little tougher to come by. She had them in every color when she moved to Cincinnati. (laughs) She had them in every single color, like every... Every day she would wear a different color tracksuit, like well, purple, you know, blue, I red. I would try to make it like I would add a scarf, you know, for a, Accessorize. to kind of dress it up a little bit. But you know, when you're a mom with it's a easy. little kid, little toddler who isn't sleeping at all and is having a really, really rough time in life in general, mm-hmm. and just exhausted and getting up, I was getting up still really early at that time, you know. Yeah, because when we when they first started working here, we would meet. Like I remember. Jeff and I would get to work between 1.30 and 2 a.m. to prepare for the show because we were just like, what are we doing? I don't know. What are we doing? I don't know. And so Jen would come in a little later. But yeah, we were here really, really early. So I did feel like it was a dressy look for something very casual and comfortable. You never have. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Had the ones time. with the butt, though, right? You never had juicy no, on the butt. No, I never had anything on my yeah. butt. They she never razzle-dazzled the booty. No, I might have a, a stripe down yeah. the sleeve or the pant, but that would be That it. was it. What did um, you do with all those? Oh, I got rid of them a long, long time ago. It's very sad. You should have held on. But now I this can get in it. But now it sounds like they're <laughs> by next winter when it gets chilly again, I, I should be able to get a whole new collection. I still think we should do the photo shoot with the four of us in our velour matching suits. You know I'm in. I'm, I would do that one. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not in for the Ed Is there Hardy anything crap. you wouldn't wear? Because I, you're such a good sport when it comes to photo shoots and what we dress you in. Can you think of anything? Uh, that purple leotard thing that I wore that one time in that video. <laughs> Never do that again. You won't put that back on? If I lose 85 pounds, oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. That was the best. You wore it well. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't know. When my, when my nip slipped out. It was more of your uh, twig and berries area. I, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a bit of an issue. I, 
I remember when Tim first started working with us, and it was our very first photo shoot. And you hadn't been here very long at all. And there was like a wardrobe change, and we're in the studio, and he just drops his pants <laughs> right in front of all of us, and we're like, okay, yeah, that this is how we're, it's gonna He's roll. He's one of us well, now. I had been working at less classier places most of my career. <laughs> I didn't really realize there were places like this that existed, <laughs> where you actually go to the bathroom to change Correct. your clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I remember that though. That was great. I'm I'm with you, buddy. Let's get free. You know? Let's do it. I got I got bleep to do. I don't have time to walk down the hall. <laughs> Every room's got three windows in it. Yeah, but now you need to get those steps in. Yeah, I do. I do. Thank you. Uh one reason it's supposedly happening, these these styles coming back from uh the two thousands, is that young people now feel like the pandemic robbed them of their childhood. And clothes back then were all about being fun and youthful. So those trends are kind of coming back. So if you really want to feel old, here you go. Stuff from Y2K era now being sold on vintage clothing websites. Recent uh, shows and movie sets from the early 2000s are being called period pieces. Period pieces. I need to find a really good vintage clothing website. Do you guys know of any? Uh, no, no I, I'm. We're more of classic style people, you know, <laughs> jeans, t-shirts. If it's at Kohl's, Target, or Old, <laughs> old Navy, Navy. <laughs> you guys are in. We are big Old Navy fans, yeah. and, and it's uh, ten dollars or less. If I can leave a place and have six things in the bag, and I spent thirty bucks, I'm in. That's your store. That's my kind of place. That's your place. Yeah. My kind of place. I get you might have that kind of luck at vintage places. That's very true. Yeah. Um, all right. One last thing here for news that didn't make the news. Uh, are you more likely to arrive early or late? And this is not just about work. Um, it's one of the top things it applies to in general. Would you say early or late for you? Over 2,000 people were polled. Very few said they, they were someone to show up late. Only one in eight said they're late. It so depends on if I'm going by myself or if I'm bringing my kid. Early. But this is one of those things. I think everyone has that aunt or that family member or that friend where they're always late. So you tell them a different time when you're planning something. Mm -hmm. And then they eventually catch on that that's what you're doing. It's so funny, though, (laughs) that you're talking about this because we have our big dance recital coming up for my daughter and her friends or whatever. It's this Saturday. But the funny thing is, is that all of the moms were together over the weekend at the pictures and we were all like, what time do we have to be there on Saturday? And we all had different times on our phones because we knew that we would run late. Like, I think we're supposed to be there at 345, but one mom had 315, one mom had 331 had 335 so none of us really knew what time we had to be there (laughs) because we were all like having different times on the clock that's funny but but it worked out oh yeah well i i don't know no one's been late yet it's coming up see that kind of stuff i'm good at being on time for but if it's like okay so there's a party and it starts at three and i'm thinking in my mind i'm gonna get there at three i never get there at three so i think i have i struggle i don't I'm not as good as I used to be at gauging how much time it takes to get ready to go somewhere and do something. Mm-hmm. The getting ready part or the yes, getting there? Yes, the getting ready part. Like even Pat, like when uh, Jacob had a, he did a fishing derby on Saturday, right? We needed to be there at 12 and I'm scrambling the last half an hour. I didn't do all that much Saturday morning before, but I'm scrambling just getting like his lunch ready and everything we got to take and everything we got to have. And I'm like, why didn't I start an hour ago? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you were rushing. Did yes. you forget something? That's usually yes. when you forget. We're usually late for two reasons. One, <laughs> 
why are you laughing? Because I was going to say, we know what one Chris? of them is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because he, A, doesn't always take into consideration time in the, on the road. Travel time. Like how long it takes Travel to get time. And then also um, get caught up in, we overschedule. Mm. That's the second reason. So it's like. Well, also he has trouble leaving. That's part of it. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what happens Scott's when you overschedule. Like you overschedule. You stay late to we're one. With group A. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to leave because I felt like we should stay longer. Okay. Well, yeah. now we look like. You didn't want to leave to the because group B. you felt like you had to stay longer because you got there late because you didn't anticipate the traffic. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> it always works out, but I don't know. I would say we're usually on time. Usually on time. So you're not, none of you are late people. Mm-mm. Yeah. One out, one out of, what was it? 80%? 80% say they are on time. So there you go. News that didn't make the news. We'll have more for you coming up. Also, 1K letter of the day. And we have that huge problem on 75 northbound coming into Ohio. Looks like it's going to be shut down for a little bit. Denise has the info. comes to windows, doors, roofing, siding, and gutters, I'm a fan of Universal Windows Direct. And right now, when you buy one window, you'll get one free. Check out uwdsouthwestohio.com or call 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Good morning, Tandy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Fantastic. What are you up to today? I actually work from home, so I was about to head to the gym and then come back and get some work done. Look at you. Just on a nice, (laughs) relaxed schedule. You do whatever you do whenever you get to it, right? Yeah. Uh, Sometimes. It's (laughs) been kind of a light week. (laughs) Nice. That's lucky. Well, thank you for having Q102 on as you're uh, doing your morning routine. Uh, Maybe a thousand bucks in your future. I hope so. Yeah, that would be pretty exciting. So this is how it works. You'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. Please don't repeat any of your answers. And uh, the key to winning really is to pass quickly. And your letter, I just opened the envelope, is the letter O. Oh, oh no! My God. Oh. The last time I played, I had O, and I got nine out of ten. Did you oh, really? Wow. Then O might just be your letter. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh, you got nine out of ten. I did, and I had an extra ten seconds, and I couldn't come up with something yellow. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but you're already warmed up with O now. I'm ready. I'm oh ready. my gosh, yeah. how you're lucky! To, this is a sign. Let's do it. This Let's is give a sign. A what are the odds? Right. <laughs> 30 right. seconds on the clock. I will start the timer after Jen reads the first question. All right, Tandy, here, we, here go. we go. With the letter O. Name something you keep under the bed. Oven mitt. Something yellow. Oldsmobile. A store. Ollie's. An office supply. Pass. A pet name. Oliver. Something round. Oval. A verb. Pass. Something you throw. Uh, pass. A street. Um, pass. A mascot. Ah. Gone it. Orioles. Oregon Street, Mount Adams. Orphanage uh, is another street in Kentucky. Uh, <laughs> a couple of those are questionable anyway. What's a verb? I would have had Oogling? trouble. Oogling, ogling. Oogling. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, gosh. Overthrew. Overthrown? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm horrible at that. <laughs> Overthrow would be a verb. Overthrow. Yeah. Oh, that was a good try, though. Always hard. Always very hard. Yeah. Next time you're going to get, I think you'll get a consonant. I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> I think if she gets through again and doesn't get a consonant, we give her one. We give her whatever yeah. she wants. That's when we get I to agree. make up our own rule. <laughs> well, Tandy, have a good, uh, good workout, and thanks for listening to Q102. We'll do it again. Have a great day, guys. You, you too. too. Bye. All right. What do you guys want to do? That was hard. What's what? up? What do we want to do? No, I just said that was hard. That was hard for her to play with. Oh, that was hard. Oh, Even was playing hard along one. was kind of challenging. I yep. agree with that. There were a few where I was like, I got this one. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.